it's wholesome, you know? We talked to our friends in the Boston Children's Hospital and after we sold out, of course, that was the first thing we did. We donated $50,000 to them. That was one of those days that you're never gonna forget. It was an emotional one. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Nucci Show. Today I'm joined by Papa Duck. He's one of the founders of the Rubber Ducks Project. This is an NFT collection featuring 2,000 one-of-one hand-done rubber ducks. I'm a huge fan of this project. It's fun, it's whimsical, they do great work with charity, their Discord is a cool and relaxed place to hang out, and at the time of recording, it's an affordable entry point for newcomers. I feel like everyone could find a duck that they love. You might have noticed our podcast album art change with this show. We're doing an NFT drop with this episode. It's a collaboration piece between the Ducks team and the Nucci Show. This one-of-one piece will be auctioned off, and 100% of the proceeds will be donated to the Ukraine. Along with owning a one-of-one Rubber Duck Nucci Show collab piece, this NFT has some utility. You'll get to come on the show and talk a bit about your project or NFTs. Maybe we'll even bring Papa Duck back. It'll be a good time. All right, guys, that's all for now. Please enjoy this wonderful chat with Papa Duck. Papa Duck, welcome to the show. Thank you, Nucci. Pleasure being here and thank you for inviting me. Yeah, we're excited to have you on. Uh, why don't we get started with, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how Rubber Ducks got started? Okay, first of all, I have, I have a new mic, but my English is not going to get better. So I'm going to try my best, okay? <laughs> so I guess I'm a marketing guy. I've been working in the industry for like 10 years. I've been fortunate enough to have an agency with a great team that gives me the time and the, the opportunity to dedicate myself to the NFT world for practically full time. So I guess I came into the space, the crypto space in 2017, and I think it was the best time to get in because after that, it just went to hell. We had a four-year bear market. And that's the only way you, you really learn in this space, <laughs> getting burned. Because you always think it's always going up and everything's fine. So I guess I went to the crypto space in that time. And then the NFTs came. And it was mid-2021 when I started going to the space and understanding the value of the blockchain and NFTs. And I started buying some just because I liked them. And suddenly I found myself creating some NFTs. There were some derivatives from other collections, but the... The fun part was we created some stories behind those designs and we even show the process videos as part of the NFT. So <clears throat> it was a great experience and, and understanding the psychology of how people understood and, and value the NFT or the digital asset as, as ownership. And then I just started creating a little bit and we, we sold a couple and I was amazed by the communities behind the, the whole space. And it, it came the time when, when I was really into the NFT and I talked to my friend Magic Man, which is Danny in the Discord channel. And we were talking about the whole NFT thing. And he told me, man, it would be great if you could do like a, a collection from my mom's Robert Docs IRL collection. And I thought that would be great. That, that's a great concept. It, of course, everybody knows what a Robert Doc is. We had a story behind it because we have it in the Discord channel and the webpage. Uh, the story was born from, from her mother's real-life collection. I, I don't want to tell you that much right now as an intro, but I could tell you a little bit later. But it grew from there. And then 
we started talking about doing it and then we created the whole thing. That was how we was born. Yeah, so how did you think about the rubber duck collection? How did you think about how many ducks you wanted to create? How did you think about the rarity? How did you think about the allow lists? Tell me a little bit about your, your thinking behind that stuff. Okay, so during that time, there were a lot of generative arts and generative collections. And we always thought that one-one collections were like more valuable because it had some subjective thing. But we thought, okay, the, the collection has from 2,000 to 3,000 units, the real-life collection. So we thought, let's make it not as, as, as much as the generative ones, but enough that we can create hand-drawn arts from that, and we will have the time to deliver, right? Because creating each of them, it took like an, a day for each one, and you didn't have every day, all day to do them. So I guess it was just that number that made sense, like 2,000 would be great, and she had like 2,000-something. And, and then we thought about the rarity, but like I told you before, the thing about these rubber ducks is that originally they are one one. You have a rubber duck from one character that maybe you could identify with that personality or that character, and that made it very unique. So why not make them unique, each one? So each one from the collection, they don't have traits. They have their specific traits that resembles the character in real life. Yeah, it's it's one of the things I really like about your project is I think it's two thousand, right? Two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Yes. Yeah, I I don't know many other projects that are all one of ones. Uh, right. I'm sure they're out there, but yes. I think that's pretty unique and really cool because you can find a duck that ties into yourself. Uh, for example, like I found my my wife and I love to play pool, and there was like a ten ball duck yeah. like from the ten ball on the pool table. So there's like something kind of for everything, everyone in there, and I think that's super cool. Um, I wasn't around when you guys started, or at least I wasn't aware of your project. I'll put it that way. How did you guys think about from the beginning building your community? Um, you know, having an allow list, uh, things like that. Right. So, <clears throat> since there were two thousand units, we needed to create a high quality, low quantity community, because if we had like a, a lot of people in the Discord server, it would just only be another server that people are just overhyping and and not creating real relationships. And so we wanted to create a small community, but of course the original idea was to bring real collectors, rubber duck collectors, but <laughs> they haven't been in our Discord yet. But I guess it made sense since the number are so small then to get a small community, but try to really engage with each one and create actual bonds and real relationships. So we didn't do a lot of promotion, just the amount necessary to bring enough people so we can have them sold on the first day. That was the objective. But we always try to make it as, as personal as possible between the, the members in the community. But the day we were minting, we had like 16,000 people in the Discord. Actually, there were 1,900 units because we reserved 100 for collaborators and early supporters. So yeah, I guess they sold out in 20 minutes for 16,000 people. And for us, it was amazing. We thought it would maybe sell out in one day, two days. But man, we were watching the sales and we were like, oh my God, they're going to sell out in 20 minutes. Actually, they sold out early, like 18, 16 minutes. But of course, we announced it officially as 20 minutes. But that was great. That must have been an incredible experience watching, uh, watching them fly off the shelves. That day, um, I was with my wife alone in the office because the team was all over. It was a Sunday, the public sale. And my wife was behind me right there. You, you can see it. And, and she was looking at the whole thing. I was so nervous, but of course excited. 
but it was amazing man. just watching all the people getting excited for the dogs and it was great that that's amazing do you know if there was um a gas war at all no that's the the great part man we have a an amazing talented developer his name is massimiliano and i always will say that name in every podcast but he's a star man he he created a very well-made smart contract that saved a lot of dollars for the people we had like from three dollars to eighty dollars gas fees so yeah there were a lot of people not a hundred thousand or fifty thousand but there wasn't a gas war everybody was happy with the gas fees Oh, that's super interesting. I'd love to get him on and figure out what he did differently from like the out of the box ERC seven twenty one contract. If he if he did something differently, that'd be fun to get him on and, and dig into the weeds of. And, of and the he tech did, stuff. and he showed it to me. But of course, for me, it was Chinese. I don't know <laughs> that much about coding, <laughs> but he showed it to me, and he said, "No, this is why, this is how, and all that." So yeah, he knows a lot. His English is is like mine. A little worse, but I guess he knows his stuff. He's from Italy. He's a great guy, man. I love him. He's my friend now. So, yeah, we're very happy. Amazing. That's wonderful. Uh, so tell me a little bit, like, it sounds, based on everything you said, sounds like you guys almost had, like, smooth sailing. I'm sure there were some challenges that came up. What kind of bit you that you weren't expecting? What was the hardest thing you had to overcome during this process? Okay, so I guess... The, the the most challenging part was to decide which characters were going to be in the collection. Because, for example, okay, we thought, let's make a list. Famous people and artists and pop culture characters. But then you have celebrities like, for example, Matt Damon and, and Mark Wahlberg. They just look the same. <laughs> so so we had a great list. But then when you started designing the rubber ducks, they just look the same as a regular person. So we had to design almost 3,000 dogs and eliminate 1,000. So we had the characters that people would recognize instantly. And if they didn't, they could just look, Google it and look at the images and they will see the picture. They will say, oh, okay, I see that. This is the character. So that was the most challenging part, creating rubber dogs that really resemble the real life character. And then in the minting part, it was, it was very easy, man. I guess Massimiliano did a great job and we rehearsed like everything for... 10 times every day. So we didn't have any, you know, uh, hiccups. And and we, we, we even tried the, the minting bottom. And then what would, would it say if you already minted one? And then every possible scenario. So yeah, we did a lot of tests. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. If you're like me and you have a bunch of NFTs across a handful of wallets, then you know just how hard it is to keep track of your portfolio. This is where WGMI.io comes in. They've built a platform where you can import multiple wallets and see your entire collection value at a glance. They show your buy dates, your buy prices, the floor prices, and if you've got something super rare, they can do a floor value by trade. They have quarterly, annual, and lifetime memberships available. So head on over to WGMI.io and let them do the hard work for you. Yeah, so what would you advise to a new team that wants to go out and launch a one-of-one uh, one collection or an NFT collection, what would you what would you tell them? Okay, I guess you need to find a concept that without being an NFT, somebody could want to to hang it on a wall, right? Or, or have it as a PFP. Because there's a lot of designs or arts or collections that they get their value from the utility or what you're going to get apart from the design. But if you have a great concept that people would recognize, for example, rubber ducks is something that everybody recognizes. So, you have like one halfway 
through for people to understand what kind of art it is. And then if you have a great design and art and somebody in something that's easily recognizable, then you just need to concentrate in doing everything right in terms of the Discord channel, the Discord server, the community building. And of course, don't overpromise. Everybody's just promising the moon and, and you're going to get to Mars with your NFT. But don't do that, man. If, if you have a, a, a solid enough art or concept, then you don't have to do that. So that would be the best advice to get a concept and design that works by itself. And then if you're going to get an influencer or promoter, it needs to be coherent. Don't just get Jason Derulo dancing the hula hula. That's great for, for hype and, and he would <laughs> dance very well. But people will understand it would just make promotion and that's it. And I respect and I love Jason Derulo, by the way. He's a great singer, <laughs> great performer. But I guess it doesn't make sense. So I always tell the... It's a story, you know, Oprah Winfrey, she tweeted, I think it was 2012, that she tweeted something like, oh, I got to say I love that Surface. I already bought like 12 for my family. Surface was a tablet from Microsoft, right? But when she tweeted, you know, that Twitter lets you know which device did you use to tweet. So when she, she said, I love that Surface, Microsoft Surface, and it was Twitter from iPad. So, <laughs> so you can see that it wasn't coherent. With, with what you're doing. So if you're going to get somebody who's promoting you or maybe being an ambassador or something, try to be make it as real and coherent with your concept and with your designs and with your project. And for us, for example, I could tell you, you know Big Papi, David Ortiz? He's, no. a, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. No, he's a great guy. and He's from Boston. He used to play for Boston Red Sox, but he's also Dominican. And we have a rubber duck of his character is called Big Ducky. So you got three things going on to, to, to make him feel like, yeah, this could be a project I really would like because these guys donated $50,000 to the Boston Children's Hospital. They, they really want to help the community and they, they, they have Dominicans in the team and I have a Big Ducky for myself. So I guess people understand that was real. So if you got to promote it, try to make it real, as real as possible. Yeah. I think that's all really sound advice that people could certainly use. Um, so you mentioned you down you donated fifty thousand dollars to the Boston Children's Hospital. Uh, for those that aren't listening, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So when we were talking about doing the collection, of course, Danny's mom passed away. She had pulmonary fibrosis, but she used to work in Best Doctors. She was the founding partner of Best Doctor in Boston. So she worked a lot with the Boston Children's Hospital. So, of course, we didn't just want to make a collection and make it cool. But the story itself, it was for doing that. We needed to give back to the community. And my mom and my dad passed away from, from cancer. So, of course, I always wanted to give something back to the people who, who struggled like me. So, yeah, in a way, I'm not going to lie. It's not everything about giving back. It's wholesome, you know. It made sense for us to give back. We had some success with the collection. And fortunately, we did. So yeah, we, we talked to, to, those, to our friends in the Boston Children's Hospital and tell them about our expectations or maybe what we wanted to do. And after we sold out, of course, that was the first thing we did. We'd call those guys and tell them, okay, we can do it. And yeah, we donated $50,000 to them. Yeah, I guess that was one of those days that you're never going to forget. It was an emotional one. Yeah, yeah. You know, in a space that feels like there's a lot of opportunistic people doing cash grabs 
it's really refreshing to have, you know, a project with like kind of a heartfelt origin story. And you guys are definitely living up to what you got, what, you know, what you said you do. And I think that's, that's super awesome. Um, speaking of like living up to what you want to do, you have a pretty cool roadmap. Um, <laughs> you know, I saw a Times Square billboard, a DAO, a mobile game, a Q4 collaboration. Talk to me a little bit about what you guys are working on, what you're planning on. I know you guys are very much like a little bit like if the tortoise and the hare, you guys are the turtle, you just keep grinding away and building and building and making new things little by little and, and, and contributing to the community. Tell me a bit about what you're working on. Okay, so at the beginning, we started with a roadmap that we knew we could accomplish, right? We knew the, the what it would cost, what it would take, how much time would it take. So we, we thought we have a, a formula that I believe a lot is success is equal to results minus expectations. If you write that, that would help you in your personal life, professional life. Success is equal to results minus expectations. So we try to make a, a, a practically a real roadmap, but a little ambitious. And yeah, I, I think the billboard thing is something symbolic. I know we can spend that budget in a lot of other ways that would make more sense uh, but it was very symbolic for us. And of course, we wanted to have it in the NFT week in New York. So yeah, I guess we're gonna have it in June 20 to 23rd. And that would make more sense because we wanna be in the place where all the NFT things are happening and we wanna be big time, right? So yeah, that, that's the billboard part. Then we're developing a mobile game. We're talking to, to some big players in the industry. It's not official yet, but we will announce it when we have it. It's going to be for holders and people could play with their own avatars or their own rubber ducks. It's going to be a cool game. And then, of course, we have the, the sandbox land where we're going to create a, the pond, which is a, a cool place where we could all hang out and bring people from another collection or another project. And it's just going to be fun and missions. And we're going to have a museum there so we can display the second collab collection, which is going to be a smaller amount of, of units, but we're going to get some talented artists to make their own rubber ducks, right? So we're going to display them in the museum in the metaverse. And yeah, that, that's like the framework we're working on. But of course, we're not going to stop there. We're always doing something new, something different. And as the time goes, we, we can develop even more, but we don't want to promise the community that yet until we have them ready. Uh, yeah, awesome. So are, are you... I guess I'll ask you this. Why did you guys choose Sandbox over some of the other metaverses? Did you think about it or did you guys have like a... <laughs> I, I think Sandbox has a way to develop games and I don't think Decentraland does. Was that one of the decision points? Or... Right. I guess it was more user-friendly, the Sandbox. Okay. We we like the, the, the interface. Uh, we like the idea of creating the games, the environment, the world inside. And yeah, we, we saw some spots that they look right. You know, there were some smart moves. It was a smart move to buy those properties. So yeah, I guess we made some pros and cons and we decided it was better just to create the, the game in the sandbox. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But for now, uh, nobody really knows. We all kind of know what's going to happen, but I guess we, we'll figure that out as we go, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So I know... I popped into your Discord a couple weeks ago and I was mentioning how the Proof Collective owns like a pretty big chunk of the ducks. And I was wondering if you knew that had happened, like when did you realize that had happened and what did you think about that? Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know what Proof was before. 
<laughs> but of course I know it very well. And I don't know, man, I, I kind of like you guys. I think we're kind of a family. I know you guys joke around with the rubber dogs and it's all fun and games, but sooner or later, believe me, you're going to get into the dog. Seriously. I know what I'm saying, <laughs> but yeah, I guess there was a day that there were a couple of sales that were just, there was irregular sales. There was a lot of sales on that specific time and date. So we were just yeah. figuring out who was buying all these dogs. And of course, when we got into the wallets, we could see the proof collective card. And so we were all, oh, these guys. And you started coming. People from the group just started talking in the rubber ducks Discord. And we kind of clicked. And, and yeah, I, guess I think last it. I checked, we owned at least 200 of them. 230, um, I, I guess. Yeah, I think the episode before you is a a really incredible photographer named Trey Ratcliffe. I don't know if you've heard of him. Trey's the best, man. I, I, I don't know him personally, but I like that guy. I, we've been talking like for, I don't know, maybe a couple of days and a few sentences, but I don't know. I like that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, a great guy. he's a great dude. He's definitely got a few ducks. Yeah. Um, are you, so you mentioned you'd love to have the billboard during uh, NYC NFT or NFT NYC. Um, but we won't love, we, we will have it. We already, yeah, we already did something. <laughs> so we're going to have it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm planning on heading there with uh, with my wife, and I'll have to get a selfie in front of it. Me Our, too. We can meet there. there. I'm going to go with oh, my you're wife. Out there? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, I'd love to meet up with you, and uh, maybe we can we can have a tequila in real life. Yeah, we should. Uh, I know we were both sipping tequila today. What did you? Ha- what, what were you sipping on? Exactly. It was a uh, Maestro Dobel Diamant. It's a well, it's a great tequila. It's not like the most famous one, but people who knows about tequila, they might say, "Oh, that's a good one." It's like a Stolly or Grey Goose. Oh, Grey Goose, but Stolly is it's a great, uh, great vodka, right? So in I, tequila, it's the same. <laughs> totally. Well, I, I was drinking Don Julio, but nice. I think with your accent, you make tequila any tequila sound cooler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> salud, salud, my hermano. <laughs> Well, yeah. Cheers, buddy. Uh, well, I look forward to meeting you in New York, I hope. And uh, this was a lot of fun. If you ever want to come back on, we'd love to have you and chat a bit more. That would be my uh, pleasure, man. Tell everyone, tell my listeners where they can find out a little bit more about you and uh, the Rubber Ducks and and uh, your project. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I guess you can just look for us in Twitter. It's Rubber Ducks with a Z, NFT, and or Instagram or a webpage, rubberducks.com. And we actually uploaded a, a mini game in the webpage today. You have to play it. You can you can win an NFT from the collection. And it's a fun game, but it's not the main game. But you can come to the website, have some fun, and love to have you in the Discord, man. We just hang out and have a good time. And it's a very relaxed atmosphere. So Yeah, I've been popping around in there, and you guys definitely have a good vibe going. So that's right, that's right. Uh, I encourage anyone, uh, you know, people who are just getting into space, I almost always send to Rubber Ducks because I think it's so cool that they're all one-on-ones. Right. They're not insanely expensive. They're mm-hmm. kind of an affordable entry point for people. Right. And uh, it's one of those projects that just has a lot of good juju behind it. And uh, I'm definitely rooting for you guys. So Thank you, man. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you for joining me. Yeah. And Hope all the best, man. To you, huh? Hope to talk to you soon, man. Nucci and his guests are not registered investment advisors. All opinions expressed on this show should not be relied upon for investment decisions, nor is it investment advice. The show is solely for entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.
dude super excited to hear you'll be in new york would love to meet up you know i know proof is doing like a meetup and i'm sure you could be an honorary guest like they would no, love man, to have i would love to be there Papa Duck, <laughs> i would love to be there. i could bring some merch we're gonna make some great hats and hoodies like rubber ducks oh my god they would have a meltdown 